Welcome everyone to Gabby with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube kid cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. We're very good at this. Binging with Babish is an HBO show about dragons, and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yes, we are. Episode 208, Babish! Jimmy, how you doing? We nailed the intro uh-huh. like we always do. We crushed it again. No, no! Uh, it's hard being as perfect as we are, you know? It really, really is. Because it's like, oh, I might mess up, but then I never do. Ever. Yeah, you There's never will. no evidence will. of me ever slipping up. Uh, I'm all right, Johnny. Can't complain. It's a rainy Monday in October. Who gives a shit? You know? I don't know. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's Ugh. perfect. Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm no longer in Denver, Colorado. I'm in Brooklyn, New York. It's rainy, just like you said, and mm-hmm. uh, things are good. Welcome back, buddy. Glad Thanks, to, appreciate glad it. Glad to have you. Speaking of glad to have, do you want to introduce our guest? Uh, I sure do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I also have never messed up. I am daddy's perfect little boy. Yes, you sure are. You <laughs> sure, sure are. are Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It's good to be here. It's good to be seen. It's good to see I just want to start off, be real ableist right up top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to see. It's good to be able to walk. It's good to be able to dunk a basketball. All five senses. Maybe a sixth we could add in there at some point. All, all clicking and banging. If there yeah, was wait, a sixth can you, sense. Can you technically claim to be disabled if you don't have a sixth sense? Because a lot of people claim, like, oh, I have a sixth sense. I don't. I have no sixth sense. So I should be able to park in a handicap spot. Correct. This sounds like this sounds real. This sounds like real Andy Rooney level James <laughs> shit right here. It was this a bold like, move that the sixth sense that they went for was being able to see dead people. Where did that one yeah, come from? It's a it's a real it's a real like it's it's far past an A to C jump improv wise. It's a it's ah. it's very off the beaten path. I don't know. I think they were just setting up like a franchise because it seemed like it was the first. That was the first. Right. Then there was gonna be the seventh, seventh sense. sense. Yeah, yeah. The ability, then, which was the, the ability to know where the cheapest slice of pizza is in a given neighborhood. Yes, yep. yeah. And then the the eighth sense, which was just kind of to be able to tell when your friends are having a bad day. They yeah. were gonna get worse as they went on, but it was gonna be a franchise. But but offer opportunities for different genres of movie, right? The sixth sense obviously is the scary sense. The seventh sense is sense is the sporty sense, right? It's a bend it like Beckham meets uh, a second thing. <laughs> I think a real fun sense to have would be able to tell someone they're going to sneeze in less than a minute. Because <laughs> it, it serves be... no purpose, but it would freak people out like crazy. Especially if you do it right before they're going to do something important. Like if you were to, if you were to like, like backstage with someone who's about to, I don't know, perform at Madison Square Garden and you can go, you're going to sneeze uh, as you start your first song. And they go, shut up. And then it happens. You know? Louis C.K., you're about to sneeze, things yeah. like that. Yeah, Aziz um, Ansari, you also. <laughs> you might be able to do that with yawning because yawning is like so psychosomatic, where it's like, oh, like it, it like it's trick. If you just tell somebody, hey, you're gonna yawn in a minute, they might be like, shut up, idiot, and then their brain's like, well, you might yawn. I don't know. You, even you just saying that right now makes me yeah. want to yawn. Me thinking about it, Johnny just yawned. Uh, me I thinking yawned. about it made me have to yawn and i've been suppressing a yawn while talking do you guys the question is was my yawn real or did i stage it for the audio medium that we just are doing 
I think we call you we call you Jan Newman. I think that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Have you guys ever tried like in a moment where you cannot yawn, you try to do that thing where you like like close it like oh. (laughs) <laughs> Joe, I've been I've brought myself to tears suppressing a yawn in like in like important like in like important lectures or like like in, in grad school and stuff. Right. Just like trying to like keep my eyes open and not like <laughs> and not just give the biggest like I don't fucking care right now. Just like oh. I don't care about any of that. You look like you look like when they shoot astronauts through G force. You're just yes, like 100%. no. Just like, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm awake. I will not be defeated by my body's natural response to being tired. That kind of shit. Anyway, like I said, it's great to be here. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. We have any fun, uh, any fun food happenings in your lives? Well, that's we already talked about you being in Denver, right? Or no? I went to Denver, Colorado last week. You ate uh, bull testicles, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ate everything that Denver is known for. I didn't eat. Did I eat? Uh, I stayed with my buddy, and it was mostly like honestly, I was just in his basement, and then we would have dinner together at night. It was a very chill week. We did go to In and Out once because Denver has In and Out now, which was great. Uh, yeah. What are we laughing at? What did I do? What did it I sounds say? like you're describing a light kidnapping. Is what yeah. you did. <laughs> I was in his basement. I was in his basement every every night at at, at midnight. He'd bring down a plate of food for me, and right. and he'd, he'd he'd empty my empty my bowl. Uh, it felt like when Walt had when Walt had Crazy Eight tied up by a bike lock in the basement and yes. bring yeah. down. <laughs> I grew to at first I was restless and then I grew to need it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you got no, Stockholm it, syndrome in a week. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're just, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it was, just lucky, it was just lucky that you were able to uh, saw yourself out of captivity and kill your friend and make your flight in time. You know? Yeah, that was and very, get back yeah. here to podcast with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. W- without wiping all the blood off, by the way. Weird move. Yeah, but yeah. very strange that TSA let you through. Strong, strong move it's for TSA. It's security theater. <laughs> uh, In-N-Out is very good. Like it is, it is not the best burger, but it Correct. has such a play, a nostalgic place for me that I love it so much every time I have it. It made me real, real happy that Denver now has In-N-Out, and I got to partake in it. We've discussed it before. Their fries are an abomination to man. Yeah. I did animal style fries, and those hit a very special part of my brain too. So yeah, the fries they aren't good. Just, you just cover them with so much stuff, and they're even great. that they're just not. Yeah, whatever. The, I mean, the sauce is delicious. The burgers are really good, but the fries are fucking garbage. Um, it'd be nice if you could order the whatever they were going to put on animal style fries just in a tub to the side, and then you could come home, and, and then really you would stop at McDonald's and get a large fry from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> After yeah. The fact. I'm sure you could do that. I mean, honestly, if you just get spread and then you get a cup of uh, their grilled onions, the cheese yeah. is just American cheese, so you could really do that. You can make it happen, guys. Well, do your dreams is what I would say. Uh, any yeah, other any other Denver food highlights? No, not extremely. I mean, it was mostly cooking at home, hanging nice. out at their place. Um, Cost effective. Yeah, it was great. Nice. Um, I had a lovely uh, meal at a Cuban spot that's in the downtown of my town where we're trying out new restaurants in our town. There's a Cuban restaurant. James, it was lovely. Nice. Let's use the politically correct term, Mexican. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a Cuban place. It was delicious. They didn't have, I was bummed. Because, obviously, you go to a Cuban place, you want to try their Cuban. They yeah. only serve Cubans at lunch, and they didn't have it on their – like, if their dinner menu is, like, slightly fancier. Right. They don't do um, sandwiches. So I got 
um, a chicken dish. It was chicken wrapped around chorizo, goat cheese, um, and something else. Ooh, chorizo, ooh, goat cheese, though. Ooh. It was fantastic. And it was one of the best rice and beans I've ever had. They were it was nice. smoky rice and beans. And be- yes. They were almost smoky. They were so fucking good. It was delicious. I'm excited that I can walk there. It's great. It sounds like you essentially had a chicken cordon bleu, James. It was it was like the Cuban version of chicken. A food cordon, that basically. Joe learned exists. Uh, yes. like what three weeks ago? <laughs> and have yeah, since no spent more. a lot of time becoming an expert in. <laughs> I know I know all the foods that are and are not chicken cordon bleu now. <laughs> it was um, it was wonderful. I think that was about the only. Oh, and I had Wingstop last night because, goddamn it, I'm a piece of trash. <laughs> that's, those yeah. are my highlights. I had a similar. Um, dirtbag food day yesterday um we had gone out on saturday for a friend's birthday and uh and 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 i got drunker than i would have liked um didn't nowhere around me when i got home was open to have the food that i wanted so i just kind of snacked and then the next day amanda and i by chance but that in a way that i angled for it to be real we went to buffalo wild wings and then uh we had gotten these like Detroit style take home pizzas from Aldi, like frozen pizzas. And so I made that last night as well. Just fantastic. But it was a nice. pizza and wings day in total. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very fat. Yeah. So as your pre wedding diet is going stellar. I yeah, am not going to fit into my suit by design. <laughs> I, the bit is that the suit doesn't fit. That's the new, that's the new prank. <laughs> <laughs> We love it. But yeah, we do. anyway. Um, Should we talk about Twin Peaks? Haven't seen sure. it. Never James, seen have it. you seen it? I've never right. seen it. I will say, right. I've never seen it. I've be- always been suspicious of it. I'm coming out against it. Man, <laughs> fuck that show. <laughs> fuck that show. Who's What's his... Th- I'm blanking on the director's name at the David moment. Lynch. Fuck David Lynch, dude. He stinks. I'm done. It's over. He's terrible. What else do, of his do you hate? Uh, the clip of Mulholland Drive that I saw that scared me. Um, <laughs> oh, with the guy at the behind the outback behind the yeah. yeah. Was, why did that? Why was it so scary? Oh, James, what was it, that? here's the what, what, it's important to have context. So in the movie, if you watch the whole movie, it still doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my sense of everything that he does is that he just is weird for weird's sake. And I get that there's a place for that in the world, I that we need that, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that it's good or that it's better than it than it is just because it is weird. Does Here's that make sense? Here's the thing. He's, he has he built up an oeuvre to be able to make Mulholland Drive because, like, between, like, Dune and Blue Velvet, I never saw... I've seen, like, most of Eraserhead. Like, it, Eraserhead is the start, right? Where it's like, oh, this is just kind of weird and fucked up. But is like, David Lynch? that's his first one, yeah. Um, but like, I according I th- to his Wikipedia page, it came out in 1977. Yes, it's and it took some like some hullabaloo to actually get out the door. Yeah. But I would you believe I haven't seen a single thing he's ever made? I don't think I've ever seen anything, Johnny. He's and I'm sure, I'm sure that's driving somebody. Somebody listening to this podcast is punching their steering wheel because I. It just because you, because but here's like I I like the work of David Lynch's that I have seen, and Twin Peaks has always just felt like a daunting 
you know, uh, what's the word, esoteric thing to get into, especially because the pilot is a two-hour movie, essentially. And so, yeah, I, I'm I'm intrigued and interested, but have never pulled. Right. It here's again. here's the t- I'll 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 reach out two olive branches to the David Lynch fans. Oh um, wow, two branches. The first, the what first, everything I've ever seen him act in, which I believe was um, an episode of Louie, a couple episodes of Louie, and he was somewhere else. He's been fantastic. He's a very good presence. He's very branch one. To hear talk about extended. Stuff. Secondly, <laughs> your 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 first olive branch did include a a, a sexual offender on it. <laughs> whatever. No, it's not okay. That's not whatever. Uh, second olive branch, his hair. He's got all time hair. Wonderful Fantastic. head of lettuce up there. Yeah, looks great. Uh, I wish the best for him. Um, you know, he. I'll, I'll to... extend. I'll extend a third branch. The Social Network. I love a film by David Fincher. <laughs> So, <laughs> he okay. shares the first name of a man I admire. So, and so most so. of a last name. Most of a last <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah. So you're in, in your <laughs> ideal world. It, these movies are made by David Lyncher, and the social network just also includes uh, like a, that just would be a, a tough last name. David Lyncher. I mean, Lynch is already not ideal. <laughs> true. But what, what? but to like make it active. Well, one Tough. no, one is yeah, a true. one is a command. One is the verb or command form, and one is one is the one noun. is a title. That's yeah. the that's the problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're both not great. One is what the mob yells, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then and then one is what the mob becomes. Yeah. Right. The point is, um, let's the point all, is, none of us have seen Twin Peaks. Let's all watch Eraserhead together. Okay, great. Um, the th- <laughs> The thing that we're making here, though, uh, is both great and James's least favorite thing that could possibly happen in an episode. I think that's he makes- uh, It's very true. It's it's all dough. I will say um, he did keep, not to get to the episode too quickly, but he kept the episode mercifully short. The dough was fine. And because he's making essentially the greatest bread in the world, I was willing to overlook it. Uh, Babish makes a baguette with butter and brie on it. Very simple. Uh Everyone go through and uh, tell your experience with baguettes and uh, when your fondest memory of a baguette was. Um, baguettes are the greatest. I, th- I, I would say they're the greatest bread. I would put it out there. A, a fr- like an actual French baguette, I would say yeah. it would be, would be the greatest bread it's for me. It's top tier. Um, my great, I mean, my favorite memory and association with baguette was um, when – went to France with my mom because she ran an exchange growing up. So I got to go to France like four or five times as a kid, which was awesome. But we used to, in France, we would get baguettes and then you slice them in half like he does. And we would get goat cheese and they, they had these little packets of goat cheese. They would come in six, six little circles of goat cheese and they would have uh, different flavors on top. One had like paprika, one had some sort of Italian mix. And then, um, one was just plain, and we would use those to spread it on the sandwich, and then we'd buy sandwich meats from uh, a store, and we'd put sandwich meat, so it'd be like prosciutto, that goat cheese, and the baguette, and it, we would have those for lunch on our uh, on the exchanges. We'd go out and do like go to a tourist spot, and then we'd have our lunch, and the lunch would be those uh, baguette sandwiches, and it has a very, very emotional spot because it was just like a core because your mom was beating up. you while you were yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it was that was the last time i saw my mom she left me abandoned me in france uh <laughs> i made my way home and i uh killed her and 
took the family locket, and now I have all the power. As you told that baguette story, I remember that we've talked extensively about baguettes on this podcast. We <laughs> yes, are very we really have. I'm podcast. sure. I'm sure that's the fifth time I've I've told that on the but, podcast. But listen, but it's still great, and I still loved hearing it. And I'm sure the listener at home did too. Joe, your turn. Go. Uh, mine's. I, I don't want to belabor, uh, belabor the point too long. Uh, my core memory is also eating baguettes with James's mom. Johnny, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, you took my joke. <laughs> I was going the exact same place. <laughs> uh, yeah, you uh, idiot. Now, 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 you have to be earnest, you fucking moron. <laughs> you stupid bitch. If it was I'll your give... joke, Johnny, then how come I said it? Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> well, because it was, uh, it was uh, ripe for the picking. It really was right there. It was right there. Um, my my genuine answer is also in Paris having jambon beurre uh, at just some cafe that we like stopped into on a day where we were like walking around a bunch hit the spot because we were hungry and also because it was fucking delicious Mm -hmm. yeah my french baguette memory to round out the we're better than you section of the podcast (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) international boys yeah when i was there in 2019 with a friend who spoke fluent french and she had friends there so i got to like actually i felt like i got to experience Paris from the perspective of someone who lived there, which was great. Yes. Uh, there was a cheese shop outside of his apartment, and they just kept giving us free samples, and then we bought a bunch of cheese, mm-hmm. and then he bought a baguette at his favorite place that was right next door. We went up to his apartment and ate wine and cheese, uh, or uh, ate wine and... Oh, boy. Let's start over. We ate wine, because that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, frozen, we ate fro- cheese and baguette and drank wine, and it was great. But then my more nostalgic answer is... Kroger in college had take and bake baguettes. And I would get them all the time. <laughs> Yo, and put them yeah. in my oven, and they were so good, hot I, right out of the oven from goes, Kroger in yeah, Blacksburg, Virginia. Baguettes, in, in terms of baguettes ranking, it's it's anywhere in Paris, and then right below it. I mean, yeah. scraping right behind it, Kroger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows. Or if you're from the Midwest, Kroger's. <laughs> uh, uh, baguette is a fantastic bread. When you said it's your the best bread, I'm trying to think of. A I better answer, but I because I, I really don't say, like agreeing with you. Here's why I say <laughs> I, I'll say it's the best bread because it's the best bread bread just as a bread. There are better breads for sandwiches. There sure. are better breads for certain um, for certain applications, right? For certain applications, but just alone, if someone's like, "Hey, all all you have is bread right now," and they gave you a baguette. You would be the happiest of all other breads if somebody went, oh, here's just it's, bread. It, it is also, I, I think what's helped in that is that it is as versatile as it is a standalone. Like, it's great by itself, but you can do so much with it. Like, yes. it's great to, you could dip it in soup. It's great for a sandwich. You'd have it just with smears of butter or cheese. It's great for, like, a cheese board or crostini or whatever. Like, any application. Correct. Yeah, we really it's do fantastic. love it. Uh yeah, unfortunately, we have to agree. Uh, it So Babish makes it, and I will say, you know, very similar to the rest of our dough experiences, becoming good at making a baguette at home, low on my priority list. Yeah, I'm probably, probably going to die. do anything less. I'm going to die never having made a baguette, I think. There was an <laughs> extremely funny moment when we were watching it right before the ep began, and he makes a first round of it. It takes a while. Uh, and then he says, so I'm going to try again. And James audibly goes, ugh. <laughs> it's just unnecessary. Just fast forward. You didn't 
What did he even do differently the second time? Anything? I don't even. He just very, made him bigger. Very subtly, James. You, you'll you'll if you rewatch the film, and I know you will. Um, he was giving <laughs> he was giving everyone the finger the whole time. He so as he's differently as he's That's needing, what it feels like he's he's sort of flicking you off, and then he's also because it's he's doing the French middle finger, which is uh, twiddling a mustache that's not there and sneering over a, over a small coffee cup. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably not a ton ton to do- delve into here. He makes a baguette. It looks great. He puts really high quality butter and brie on it, and I'm positive it tastes delicious. Boy, th- oh boy, did it look delicious, and boy, oh boy, have I never seen a sandwich that I know for a fact would give me diarrhea within the hour. <laughs> that is a that is a diarrhea sandwich for your boy. It is high quality butter is like just just greasing right the wheels out. for brie, which is a soft cheese, which yeah. will just punch through my system yeah. so fast. I, I imagine your first bite happening, and then your your pupils dilating to the to an extreme. <laughs> oh man! I, I listen. That won't stop me from eating this sandwich. I would crush this sandwich. I just have to not have plans for the next twelve to thirty six hours. That's sure. all it is. Sure. Like right. a Friday night where I know I'm staying in. If it's going to rain all weekend, I'm not going out. I might I might do this on a Friday night and just take the beating that comes with it, you know? Uh, it's All it that would... being said is I can't get the image out of my head of like a Fear Factor diarrhea sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That it's yeah, it it feels like the kind of thing where depending on the animal whence it comes, it could be like a survivor, an early season survivor challenge as well. Yeah, I don't. We had passed it. I don't know why I brought it back to that. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Joe, you were gonna say something different. Say that different thing now. No, now I'm just thinking of all the the <laughs> how much I wish they would bring back the survivor uh, gross food challenge. Um, mm. I forgot what I was gonna say. Good podcasting. Keep keep it Does, trucking. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, sandwich looks great. A pretty simple app. I really enjoyed it. Thought it was yeah. great. I have no no insane. Yeah, thoughts it was great. It. it was seven minutes. He just kind of plowed through it. I mean, he could have done more with like, I don't know, discussing Brie or doing something about that, but he didn't need to because that he was spent my all his fucking time making dough. But I know right. that he probably like the the technology and techniques to make Brie probably would not lend themselves to this home cooking show. I would have liked to at least like. Hey, I thought about making brie, and then I looked into it. So you don't have to. And here's what goes into making brie. I'm not making brie, right? So he yeah. has. He's made fresh mozzarella on the show before. I think right. that's the only cheese he's done. He has made butter before. I think multiple times. So I didn't need him to make butter again. Yeah, sure. Uh, that would have been the only way to to really stretch this one out is if he made the yeah. butter and brie as well. I guess brie seems brie seems pretty because like brie has like brie has a skin. Yeah, and it like take so a there's long all time. this. Yeah, there's there seems the rind, way more involved yeah, yeah, than yeah. just mozzarella, which is just a wet ball of cheese fat. Totally. You know, like. So so what I'm seeing on the on cheesemaking.com is uh, <laughs> is, a, is a recipe that yields two pounds, uh, takes two months of aging, right? Yeah, and yeah. has an intermediate skill level. So I feel like if I'm intermediate Babish, skill level, yeah. that's so funny that they that they break <laughs> they it out like right. that. Yeah, right. Uh, I feel like if I'm uh, Babish, I'm looking at you know. Okay, what am I going to do for this episode? Maybe I make Brie. Two months? No. I, I'll give you two weeks. I'm yeah, not doing like, two no, months. No, I got to go work out in my third floor gym and then, <laughs> and then retire to my fourth floor theater. 
And also, you need. You I need think s- the theater's on the second floor, if I'm remembering. <laughs> I think you're right. I, that's on me. I think that I think the gym's top floor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The gym is definitely the top floor. Damn I'll, it! I'm so dumb. I'll give you guys uh, th- three guesses as to the three most out of place ingredients on the brie cheese making. Uh, out of place for what? For you? For me? Yeah. For, in terms of things that I've never seen before. You didn't know a chicken cordon bleu existed three weeks ago. Yeah. This, yeah. This okay. Could be anything, Joe. All this right. Could, this... I'll get the obvious ones out of the way. Penicillin candidum. Okay. Uh, <laughs> calcium chloride. Obviously, we know that those are in there. But what about the? What about of... rennet? Is there rennet? I feel like there's got to be rennet. In oh it. yeah. There's one. There's one quarter teaspoon of single strength liquid rennet, Johnny. That's a great nice. call. Thank uh, you so much. And then you obviously you're gonna throw in your packet of uh, C101 mesophilic culture or quarter teaspoon of MM100 isn't, culture. Isn't calcium chloride just table salt, or is that sodium chloride? That's sodium chloride. Yeah, calcium sodium chloride, chloride is what you put in a pool to make it smell nice. <laughs> hold on, let's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Joe. Yeah. Do you think pools smell nice? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I do, actually. I like the smell of a pool. Oh, I, like when you're I walking by a pool, you're like, ooh, yeah. fresh I, flowers. The, the the gross, grimy fingers of of this of a cartoonish like scent trail come and pick me up by the nostrils and lift me over to the pool. Oh, I can't stand that smell. The worst is if if there's an indoor pool, yeah. I know, I know the second my hand touches the handle of the building I'm about to enter. And it doesn't like <laughs> I used to because I used to work at a gym and the pool used to be way out in the back and in the summer it was open there was a bubble over it we would take the bubble down I used to dread the day that the bubble would go back up because it would just trap that ammonia chloride fucking awful stink in the entire gym it I hate that smell uh, okay I hate it I hate it so much well, you two, different people. That's what we learned today. <laughs> what are we two characters with different perspectives? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, great app. Loved it. Uh, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen him make either brie or butter, but he's also done a, at least butter before, so I'm not gonna. He's done enough. Be be a shit about it. Um, would you like to correspond with a coward? Yes. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one comes to us from our buddy Ian. Ian. E E. Yan. Is it Ian Eagle? Is Ian Eagle writing in no. to our show? It's uh, it's Yoan Gruffud. Remember that guy, the Welsh actor. <laughs> yeah. From from As the a matter first of fact, I don't. From the first Fantastic Four movie, that everyone remembers and watches co- co- consistently. What's the email say? It says podcast email one seventy five. He says, "Hey, Lamp Eye, Mad Mad, Evil Wacky, and Demon Bibulous. I don't remember this <laughs> reference or who was who. So hello." Made it to 175, and it's still smooth sailing. Hey, Ian, none of us remember that either. <laughs> you all talked about beef fingers a lot during these last 25 episodes. <laughs> uh, I remember beef fingers. I forgot about beef fingers. Wait, Those are beef great. beef fingers? Yeah, yeah. It's like chicken fingers. It's like chicken fingers, but beef. Fingers. Oh, God, we are sitting on a gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and you guys refuse to help me merchandise this podcast. Uh the beef fingers last 25 episodes and i thought wait to give ian them... have you got into what's taters precious yet yeah I, <laughs> that's the ian, best bit we've ever done hit us back with what's taters precious and uh when you get there if and yeah. when you get there please and thank you i thought to give them some structure to keep from falling off you could take white asparagus to simulate bones and put a little <laughs> bit of cranberry sauce for blood and then cover that in a ground beef mixture 
We just are very I- close to Halloween. Just an idea. Thanks for the podcast from Ian. He has a PS in here, but I, I would like to address the actual f- making fingers out of beef with proper... I mean, because what he hasn't allotted for in here is fingernails. And so I think if we're going to do anything, it's probably going to be like crisped up garlic that you put in at the end. As the nail? As the nail, yeah. If 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 white asparagus is your bones and cranberry sauce is the blood, I feel like... I don't know. Thoughts? I listen that this opens up a whole world of of merchandise products we can sell. You know what we should sell after after we nail beef fingers. Once we yeah. really dial in that recipe and get that going, we should sell um Natalie Portman's butt bites. Yeah, and they're just little oh, bites. Yeah, I forgot about of that. Natalie too. Portman's butt, and it's and just PBBs. like cubed. Yeah, it's just like cubed uh, beef, but we can say that it or, yeah. or they say pork. And I guess it would just be like a uh, pork belly, but we, we, yeah. we market it as Natalie Portman butt bites. And what's great about that is that it, we can charge a premium for it because we can only harvest so much at a time without killing. Obviously, we want to kill Natalie Portman. You don't want to salt would, your we crops, would never kill right? Her. Uh, right? But you know, if we're going to be taking bits of her her roast rump. Uh, you know, we're going to want to make sure that she's in good spirits, and that's like a once a year thing. So you're getting. You're a consistent customer of the beef fingers that we have patented production yeah, it's seasonal. on. It's seasonal. It's like it's like a, a special Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can. It only it's only in stores. From you like there, boy? To, yeah. What day yeah. is it? <laughs> Run to the window and it's get Natalie the... Portman butt bites day. <laughs> Run to the window and buy the finest, fattest hawk of her rump. <laughs> um, if anyone knows Natalie Portman, you can get us in touch with her <laughs> representatives. Yeah. All you really have to tell her is that we have a business venture for her to consider. Yeah, yeah, um, we have an we'll, idea. We'll handle it from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ian did include a Hungry Howie's map that we had previously discussed. I don't know if we discussed it on the pod, but I'll share it with you guys moment uh, just briefly here. Uh, these are the Hungry Howie's locations. You'll notice they Whoa. are hella in michigan and florida and then kind of just yeah. like <laughs> dotting the rest of the country there is a very specific type of trash person who loves hungry howies the, yeah the, the michigan florida pipeline is strong. yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of michigan jews that go and become florida jews and they bring <laughs> they bring some of the homeland with them uh by the way, shout shout out to all of our uh, Jewish listeners. If any of you are out there, hey, it's tough times out there again. <laughs> they got us. They got us in another pickle, huh? <laughs> we got one of the one of the biggest artists of all time, really, really pushing some narratives. I want to uh, know what's going on with that one hungry Howie's in Southwest Delaware. There's yeah. There is. There's a couple. There's, there's a couple states with only one. Delaware. Yeah, but that it, that area of the country specifically, Southwest Delaware, on that peninsula with Maryland, there's nothing going on there there right because it, it's it's not close to the beach right it's in the middle of nothing you're it's just on the border with maryland which has also its own right on the border with uh i guess it'd be in dc potentially <laughs> there's a hungry Howie's potentially in the nation's capital that does look like it uh and then yeah a couple other favorites there's two in oklahoma one in colorado a couple in utah one in what yeah. looks in or around Vegas. Yeah, it looks like there's a couple in Vegas. Yeah. Well, I'm only, Hungry Howie's good in that for Delaware you. One. We love it. 
Yeah. Good for you, Hungry Howies. Um, and then, real quick, uh, just because Ian had a couple little last bit, last, uh, one last thing he had. Uh, Ian's ideal meal, uh, still water, ice cold, uh, chips and salsa with a weak Tom Collins. So, Ian, I got I to gotta question you there a little bit. Why don't, you, why don't we bump the strength up on that Tom Collins, huh? A little more Tom, a little less Collins. Uh, calamari from my childhood before I learned about it either being pig assholes or from an animal smarter than dogs. Okay, Ian, I'm going to stop you right there. What do you think calamari is? And please know that I'm asking this as someone who only recently learned about chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> Wait, no, what? he's saying that as a kid... He didn't know they were smart, or he didn't know that like, it potentially isn't what it, they say it is. Well, right? Can, That's what he means. Oh, yeah. is calamari not always squid? Is that what he's saying? So, there's a yeah, rumor that, that it's sometimes some pig assholes. It's, yeah. It's I don't think intestine. that's true, but right. he's saying it's either that or it's actually right. calamari, in which case it's a smart animal. So he just doesn't love it either way. Understood. I have some Buddy, Ian, if, if we could wipe memories, if you could manage that, man, that would yeah. change. That's so many meals. That, quite an ideal meal. Um, mm-hmm. A pepperoni pizza, pepperoni blast pizza from Bambino's in Paducah, Kentucky. So, wow. I looked it up. I looked up Bambino's Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, it's, I mean, it looks good. It looks, it looks serviceable. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice way to go! Way to, yeah. way to insult his. It looks yeah. serviceable. It looks. Hey, it, hey, buddy, your hey. dream meal? Yeah, that's serviceable. That yeah, the thing I done, want I the most, uh, yeah, Joe yeah. thinks, is serviceable. Your 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 dream meal comes from a place that's next to a store that's just called Truck. Remember and when Joe earlier uh, talked about a uh, a butter sandwich and he actually used the French and didn't say it ironically at all? <laughs> oh, Jean, Jean Bonbeur? Yeah, yeah I'm high class. you did that? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I cast aspersions on the pizza choices of others. Uh, a te- his, he also is having a terrible pizza place side salad that I will not eat, but it will comfort me when I eat an entire pizza. I do like including something in an ideal meal that you don't actually eat. I think that's a power <laughs> move. That is pretty good. That's a great. S- a small serving of vanilla ice cream with a chocolate shell, and this is all eaten alone on a Florida beach in December. So that there's a chill, but you can get away with a long sleeve shirt. Love it. God, that's the best part. Just eating alone. Eating alone is, is the fucking best. It rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These sociopaths. We're, we're all that pro I hang out with. eating alone. Uh, and I think. God, I love eating with people. The only thing better than eating with people is eating by myself so I don't have to talk <laughs> to fucking anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you it, know it's interesting. It, the friend I stayed with in Denver this week, he, he's had like some stomach issues and stuff, but he also is like he lifts weights and is like like he tries to eat really healthy and he just doesn't enjoy eating. Eating is like a uh, a thing yeah. he has to do. And it was wild yeah, picking his brain about it. That was well, that was the whole um, I remember what I remember reading like one of the, the original post of the guy who invented um, Soylent eating. that. Oh, no, that that. Soylent, that meal replacement. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people. And I, yes, but I remember reading the post and I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. He's like, I hate right. eating. He's like, I hate having to prepare the time it takes to prepare meals. I hate having to think about that I need to eat. And I was like, this is a person I could not relate to less. Yeah. It's yeah. my favorite thing. <laughs> it's all I think about all day. As soon as I'm done eating breakfast, I'm like, man, lunch is only a few hours away, baby. Let's <laughs> what's, go. What's nuts is that, like, you're both. 
in different sections of the same prison. You're both constantly thinking about food, but in the opposite directions. All he's thinking about is how much he doesn't like to have to eat. Yes. Yeah. And all we're thinking about is when is the next time yeah, I get to I'm eat. I'm in that prison. And I'm like, isn't being in prison awesome, dude? That's, <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> you get yard yeah. time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I get my own bed? This is awesome. I could just, I could just hang out all day. My toilet yard. is so close to my bed. And like, yeah, it will kill me. <laughs> but whatever. I had a good run. I got to eat the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Ian, that's great. That's great. Thank you for your email. I thought that was perfect. Yep. I thought it could do better, but I still liked it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> Joe deemed it mediocre. Your meal. Yeah. Parts of your meal could use improvements, but hey, I appreciate you told us about it. Took a lot of guts. Very, yeah, very, <laughs> very serviceable meal. Took a lot of guts to send in something that was going to get lampooned by the king. Yeah. In your <laughs> dreams and hopes, serviceable. Um, guys! <laughs> if you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us some five-star reviews if you want to follow us for more content. We're at Kevin Bab on Twitter. We're Kevin Bab on Instagram. If you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, like Ian did, uh, please send those to KevinBabish at gmail.com. Uh, Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.